Hello friends, this is Oluwa Shinoa Kondil from Lagos, Nigeria, and you're listening to the Faith Culture Podcast. On today's episode, I have with me an interesting personality. Uh, she's a Christian, uh, she's also the um, founder of Beauty Fest Africa, and um, you know, my guest is also a Christian leader, right? And today we're just going to be talking about uh, God's experience and also uh, pretty much about what she's into. And uh, guys, welcome with me on the show today, Nancy Ossie Yeah, welcome to the show, Nancy. Thank you so much, Shina. Yeah. Okay, so let's um, dive in, um, Nancy. So, um, you've been a Christian for many years now. Uh, do you mind talking us into your God experience? Okay, <laughs> my God experience. I guess it's just been a, it's been a f- f- funny but a very rewarding journey. I, like some Christians, you know, got to know God from my parents and, you know, basically practiced religion, you know, throughout a lot of my childhood. However, I came to know God for myself at 13. I remember uh, then we had, yeah, we had, we had DSTV at that time. That's like a satellite um, uh, streaming uh, device for people in Africa. Uh, So, we had that and I would listen to TBN basically every day and for some reason on one night I cannot rem- I cannot forget I was listening to Bishop John Francis and it was basically it was almost like he was speaking to my spirit that was the day you know I got to know Jesus for myself and you know when I when people ask you know when I got saved I would say it was that day and it was through Bishop John Francis uh, as with everything I um, I get to love, I became super obsessed <laughs> with getting to know, you know, the word and just uh, getting to enter into fellowship with God. And so I went to Bible school. Funny thing, wow. I was supposed to go. Yeah, I went to Bible school. <laughs> yeah uh i think yeah i was i was the youngest in my in my set and it was it was funny just seeing this young girl you know asking all sorts of questions and then taking pictures graduating with people who were maybe three years older three times older than i was or at least you know twice twice older but it was um it was it was a it was a time of deep fellowship. I'm not asking anybody to do that, but I'm thankful I was able to do that before I got into uni. I actually had to skip a year, and I chose. I opted for Bible school. I went into Bible school, got to learn to fellowship with Jesus, and then went into uni. Uh, while in uni, I had tons of ups and downs, <laughs> and then I would say, you know, I got tired of. Um, religion in some way uh, for some reason i was uh i was bitter i guess it was because of experiences i had had you know um with church and with the people you know that you find you know within the church and slowly but surely you know there was just something missing anyways i put myself into work into school um but i you know at some point i started looking for jesus again and then i happened upon you know the church that I've been in for, say, for about nine years now, um, yeah. I'm thankful I was able to find friendship again. And, you know, um, 
they 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 showed me that you know not just because of one experience one experience does not necessarily define um your uh your love life you know with jesus and your fellowship with jesus i was able to find that again and my um goal is to help people find it earlier than i did you know figured this out earlier I, I i cannot imagine how many years i lost you know trying to figure out life on my own i'm thankful i don't have to do that anymore so it's just a process of loving and learning you know and also discipleship i'm trying as much as possible to carry as many young people along as early as possible amazing stuff amazing stuff uh, you know not a whole lot of persons have the opportunity of um, you know getting to know god you know um, very early in their life right and, yeah um, and it's always good when that is the case but even when that is not the case as well i mean it's never too late for people to start their faith and to god absolutely yeah right. i agree so, i agree yeah, yeah. Right. So, uh, you know, now to the cross of the matter um nancy you are a, a, can i call you a jewish man <laughs> I'm a cosmetic scientist. I'm okay. a microbiologist. I'm a beauty business educator. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, fantastic. Okay. You know, I mean, when I when I when I was trying to um, you know um, look you up and then you know I and then you know it, it struck me, it struck me, and I was, and I'm asking myself, okay, you know, you into you now, you know, coming to this line of business, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's not it's an uncommon area like, for lots of Christians. I mean, for yeah, over, Christians, yeah. right? But so I'm going to ask you um, this question: How has your faith in God really inspired you? You know, going into this area of business. I would say that it has inspired everything uh, for. everyone and every time anyone asks this question it's a great question by the way i get asked all the time um i would say i have seen god step into um the entire process of transformation it's basically um improving uh people's self confidence and also um physical transformation and i've seen god do this this is what he does basically um i have seen god step into healing uh where concern me the reason why i'm even in this field was because of what i passed through when i was younger looking for solutions because of uh terrible um uh, uh, a lack of self esteem at some point because of uh, all the things that plagued <laughs> my body you know growing up was uh, funny at some point the switch in hormones just um it caused me not to recognize my body and then i would also say uh, coupled with lifestyle and i've seen god heal me i've seen god uh, do the work where concerned healing i've seen him give me divine ideas uh, so um faith has faith is basically in fact it is the anchor of the entire of the entire business and brand that we have built today i've seen god give me direction i've give i've seen him give me a sense of purpose I remember once asking him you know what you know as a christian would def- would um define you know this brand what would set it apart you know if people were to ask me what's different about you what's different you know about the stuff that you do what would i say and i know he gave me um he gave me one product it was funny i would basically go to bed with a pen and a paper and i would write down you know all the ingredients uh, i was supposed to put into this one product and to this day 
it is still one of the top three bestsellers that I have ever formulated. Um, I'm telling you, uh, I've seen God step into, um, uh, what do we call it? Um, giving me divine ideas concerning Beauty Fest Africa. I, I say this all the time. It was never my idea. I remember sitting down uh, and asking God, you know, what to do. Um, I, I had asked him what to do in ministry during the time because of the lockdown. It was funny not being able to do anything for God. And I had never been one to sit down in church. I realized we were not doing so much because I was front facing in church. And I remember asking God what to do in ministry and what to do with business and not just make money, but, you know, truly make impact. And he gave me everything down to the name. And I remember asking the spirit of God, it was funny it's not possible that people don't have this already and he said i have reserved the name for you i said okay let's just let's just play this game holy spirit let's go on instagram and see you know if this is actually true because i mean i can't be the only one that you have given this idea to and she know i checked nobody had the name yet i have to register that name that night Uh, god has you know he has flawed me um when he gives you his idea when it is his idea Trust me, regardless of the issues you go, um, you go through trying to set it up. There's just a confidence that you have his backing. And I can keep telling you um, story upon story regarding Beauty Fest, the amount of uh, recognition we've gotten in base in basically two, three months, you know, of piloting this. <laughs> you know, it could have only been God. It could have only been more. Yeah. You know, uh, Earlier on, while you were talking, you said, um, I guess, I could see one, this is one of the things you probably enjoyed about what you do. The fact that you help people with their self-esteem, you know, you bring yeah, about transformation, yeah. you know, to people. But aside that, are there other things you love about your, your area of business or your type of business? Mm. I, I would say, I love solving problems. Yeah. I love solving problems. I love solving problems. I have always been fascinated about healing. Uh, my mm. father was a physician. I grew up loving, you know, plants and nature. And I've always wanted to give people a chance to, you know, heal themselves if they choose. And I've been able to do that. Solve people's problems, people problems, you know, through, you know, my passion. And that's yeah. basically, you know, what keeps me going, you know. Okay. Um, Nancy, was it really, a, a, you know, if you're, I know you, you know, people always say this, I'm always going to make an impact and not to make profit, right? But was it right, whereby, you know, you're just doing this all for the sake of fashion, you're not like making money literally, like you're just helping people, like just doing cool stuff, you know, I'm just putting smile mm. on the face of people without any financial yes there's a there's a time there there would be a season for that i i believe very strongly in seasons and yes uh, i mean that should constantly be your core your focus should be impact when you lose sight of that you begin to cut corners everywhere because the the want uh, for money never stops you want more you want more you want more you want more um return um there's a time when you would need to put in the work and truly you know give let yeah. impact be the core focus however once you realize that okay you know what this is no longer just a passion i am i have i have other people involved people i have to pay money yeah. has to come from somewhere you know to run this um 
<laughs> you would have to pay attention, you know, to profit. However, the problem here is making that the reason why you came into business. Never ever forget the reason why. And you know, when you when you know something that has also helped me is just asking myself why I want to get something done. It's even as simple as why I want to get on this podcast with Shino. I ask myself these questions. Once I cannot answer that it is for impact. Once there is some selfish, funny motive behind it, I'll give it a pause, regardless of, you know, uh, how I feel, if it hurts me, if it pains me. I know it's for my own good. And there's something bigger than money. What's bigger than money is legacy. I know I'm not living for myself. Absolutely. So ask yourself why. And if the answer, if you don't quite get the answer, just put a pause on it. Trust me, God can match whatever it is that you've lost. He will match it. You know, listening to you, I'm very much like amazed and sometimes amazed because this is more like a pastor talking, but <laughs> approaching the marketplace. You know, but I mean, okay, so this is where I'm going. I mean, I mean, I, I, if you look at what pastors, I mean, do, you know, and then I, I look at what you do, you could, uh, we could actually assume or rather say that, you know, God's calling is upon everyone, right? You, you don't necessarily have to be in front of the pulpit to be fulfilling God's purpose for your life. Definitely. Right? So, so the pastor can be, of course, just there in front of the pulpit and doing mm-hmm. God's work. But at the same time, you are also you're also an apostle, but mm-hmm. an apostle with, with a different um, with a different calling, unusual calling. And it's good that mm-hmm. you know you can actually see what you do, you know, in mm-hmm. line with um, you know see that in alignment with God's purpose for your life. I mean, that is pretty very. It's, it's really interesting, actually. It's really interesting. Not many people actually mm-hmm. see what they do this way because it's, I mean, you you're, you know you you you've mentioned certain words. You mentioned legacy. You mentioned healing. You mentioned impact. I mean, this is this are just all interesting stuff. But I've said all of this, and I say I, I feel strongly that there are actually misconceptions about your type of business. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean that exists in the Christian in the Christian uh, I mean, that lots of people will be like, oh, what you are doing? You know, what you what you are doing? You know, so, I mean. You know, a whole lot of stuff like that. But, but can you sort of like help us into some of the misconceptions about being a Christian doing your type of amazing business? Well, uh, the very first uh, major mis- misconception is that, you know, people who do this are fickle and they are um, basically looking, um, they are, um, for lack of a better word, they are cosmetic, you know. And the truth is, like I mentioned, it is transformation. And um, everyone, you know, requires transformation. I'm going to give you examples of people from the Bible who had to prepare themselves. Um, I, I will take this as some form of preparation. Now, like I, like I also said, why are you doing what you're doing? If you're doing it because you want people to, um, uh, f- you want to get attention for, you know, strange reasons because uh, of a lack of uh, better judgment, there's a problem. However, if you're looking, if you're doing this, you know, to uh, be able to stand um, amongst kings, let me use that word, and then also uh, portray Jesus in better light, why not? Mm. Why not? Why not? Um, I'll give you examples of people who had to prepare to meet kings. 
He said uh, uh, that you should watch the righteous man. See a man who is diligent in his work. He will stand before kings and not mere men. Yeah. And when you're done being diligent in your work, trust me, because God is, you know, the one who looks at the hearts. That's fantastic. But we have it in the word that man looks at the outward appearance. We could see yeah. even Samuel being moved by what he saw um, when he was supposed to crown um, a king amongst David's brothers. He basically would have bypassed David. Was it because he didn't have everything it took, you know, to show up in the world? He basically did on the inside. Did he package himself like he should have? No. So I believe that there is a strong place for that. And we see Christians give up this seat so much, you know, across the world. And what happens is that we only have mouths. A mouth can only do so much. We need people sitting in places of influence. And we see that proper preparation through transformation gives you a seat at the table. It now depends on what you use that seat for. Esther prepared to meet the king. Daniel, with his sense and with, with his excellence, had to prepare to meet the king. Now, Daniel took certain measures. There was nothing that could compromise his work. When you're doing it for the wrong reasons, looking to change, uh, you know, um, what God has given you and not improve it, there's a problem. God has given us all a brain and it's great for us to improve it. However, looking to change that completely is a problem. And we see that even now changing what God has given you and not improving it. We see this, you know, happen where people are trying to change their sexual orientation, for instance. Right. So we see that there's nothing wrong with transformation. However, not compromising on your faith. We see David who had to prepare to meet with Saul. We see Joseph who had to prepare to meet with the king. So when you're done uh, with getting the opportunity, make sure that you're worth the look. Make sure that you're worth the attention. And at the end of the day, use it, you know, to God's glory. Wow, fantastic stuff. (laughs) I mean, yeah. this, is, this is really good. This is really good. You know, as we begin to wrap up with this conversation, uh, I know there are a lot of folks out there uh, who are starting, um, you know, um, are trying to be, um, you know, to be like you, yeah, you know, be mm. a Christian and also do what you do, you know. Mm. But then, you know, they're, they're sort of like confronted with one or two things. Um, what would be your advice to people who are sort of like, who, who are feeling, or who are feeling drawback, uh, feeling a little bit um, drawn? Uh, with one, you know, you know, into going into something like this. Mm. What would you advise for them? Mm. Just look to solving problems. Yeah. Someone who solves problems can never be without uh, some sort of reward. There's always reward for solving problems. Trust me. Continue to improve and improve on the value that you bring. Question everything. Um, there's a reason why we have innovation and disruption. Um, do not be satisfied with what is called status quo. The people who are satisfied with status quo basically remain where the world remains. The truth is ideas are, uh, yeah, ideas are infinite. But what we see is that people are improving on ideas that have always been around. On communication, for instance, it's basically improvement. Previously, we had the letter. Next up, we had um, uh, maybe someone doing, you know, the static telephone. We had someone who took that up a notch and then created the mobile phone that was heavier. We had someone who took that up a notch and then started creating even more stuff. So continue to ask questions. 
never be satisfied with the way you know things are ask if there's something that can be improved upon this is the only way you make your mark and continue to increase in value and give value finally um read and research uh, i believe that you know at some point when you get to a certain level in your mind you know you are an authority here trust me there's 7 billion people over 7 billion people in the world the number of people you have interacted with or done research with cannot go past say 1000 or say 5000 and that's nothing compared to 7 billion so you have so much more you know to research and explore continue to read and research um finally i would say um that you should also know that you need a support system most times people want to go alone that's fantastic and i believe very strongly in uh the strength that comes from retreats especially when this is god centered when you are you know going back to the person who gave you the idea in the first place you know and improving on that idea however realize that you need the support of friends and the so- good friends uh covenant friends the support of people and utilize that support there's only so much you can do by yourself however if you go with people i trust that when he gives you an idea he also resources you with human beings who can do the work of speaking uh um speaking about you in places where sometimes your feet cannot get into so make sure that you are gathering up goodwill as you go along that will be my advice wow thank you thanks thanks a lot many thanks nancy Okay so we're having we're having Beauty Fest Africa in December uh the date will be communicated uh if you uh would like to uh say follow us and then subscribe to a newsletter of ours follow us on at beauty fest africa on instagram and then to subscribe to our newsletter simply just check out the website www.beautyfestafrica.com What an inspiring time we've really had to do, you know. Thank you so much, Shino, for this. It has been very interesting and insightful. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, and thank you for doing what you do. Thank you. Thank you. All right, friends. I really appreciate you all for listening to the show today. If you are new to the show, I'm so glad that you found us. Please remember to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss new episodes. New episodes of this podcast drops every week. Right. And if you've been listening for a while now, I want to say thank you so much for it. If you're liking what you're hearing, I have a request for you. Would you support us? It's very simple to actually do that. Just um, hit the share button. Let someone also be blessed by what um, you have listened to today. And um, number two, I would like you to give us the honest rating. Where are you listening from? Why not just um, give us the honest rating right there? How we're really doing is always good for us to know how best we're doing so that we can also improve. Feel free to write a review on any of the platforms you're listening from. Review that just what we need right now. And I want to thank you so much guys for listening. I'm going to come your way next week with another interesting conversation. Please stay glued to this podcast. And if you have any inquiries to make, you can send me an email at faithculture, sorry, faithculture01 at gmail.com. Faithculture01 at gmail.com. Many thanks, guys. I'll come your way next time. Stay blessed. Thank you.